Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Hey, welcome to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. This is a very special episode because it's a sneak peek into the new podcast that I've started releasing on the Patreon. If you go and you sign up to the Patreon, you'll be getting a new episode of this podcast every week. It's called The Franchise, and my idea is that I'm going to franchise my stand-up comedy to different festivals. Namely, number one, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, the biggest fringe festival in the world. I don't want to go. I don't have time to go. I don't have the energy to go. I don't have the money to go. But I found a wonderful woman, Eve Ellenbogen. She's going to go for me and do my stand-up comedy dressed as a James Donald Forbes McCann impersonator. It's a beautiful story that unfolds over on the Patreon. Uh, the idea came to me when I was talking to Aiden Taco Jones in an episode that can never be released because I listened back to the audio and my microphone was broken for that interview and that interview only. Does that augur well for the future? No! You know what else doesn't augur for the future? I've had a number of drinks this evening! But I hadn't had a number of drinks when I recorded this podcast. So this is the sneak peek, full first episode of the franchise with the wonderful Eve Ellenbogen. And it's just going to start playing. And if you want to hear more episodes coming out... Excuse me, a little burp there. Oh, another one. There we go. If you want to hear new episodes every single week, go and sign up to the Patreon. 50 people have signed up to the Patreon already. Isn't that wonderful? And I am happy to announce before we go on with the sneak peek that I did indeed manage to accomplish what I set out to do. All of the mugs have now been delivered to their owners. And I didn't have a heart attack, which is what I was frankly afraid of would happen when I got rid of the final mark. I don't have, I'm too, I'm, I have too many weird thoughts to be allowed to run my own businesses. I can have the ideas, but someone else has to do the actual handing out of things because I develop complexes. But if I actually get rid of all the mugs, maybe I'll have a heart attack and die. So they're out now, and Loz has been recompensated for her painting, because I haven't found the painting, so I just paid her for it. And if I find the painting, she can have that and the money. Win, 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 win. But now, here's the franchise with Eve Allenberg, and I'm James Donald Forbes McCann. Go sign up to the Patreon. Thank you very much. God bless you. God keep you. Who's that? Who's? Mal, is that you? Mal and Meg, do you want to be on this episode of the podcast? No, it's just it's just my stage voice. I can talk in a more relaxed fashion. I'm sorry. No, you sure? I'm about to play a special Patreon-only episode that I recorded already with Eve Ellenbogen because I'm too drunk to do a full episode on my own. Is there anything you'd like to say to as many as 300 people? 300 people? That's it's my father-in-law, Malcolm. That's more people than I've ever spoken to in my whole life. Well, you're doing it now! <laughs> and Meg, Meg, you're an onion. You've got I layers. See to say. Yeah. Yes. Listeners, good on you for, uh, for tuning in. You're the start of a wave, a tidal wave. Yeah, we're all massively drunk. It's been great to be here. Malcolm made uh, margaritas tonight, and they are strong in the traditional Mexican style. But I said on the last podcast I was going to try and drink less this year, and it's been a massive failure thus far. But I didn't smoke. Everyone else was smoking, and I stayed off the darts. 
But I'm going to go and feel bad about that for the rest of the night. All right. No. I'll feel good about it tomorrow, but not tonight. Tonight I'll just I'll just wake in a fever dream thinking about how much I love cigarettes. Gee, they're magical. Meg, you stayed off the darts. Yes, and I recommend it. Meg, you've got an album. You've got yeah, Malcolm, you've enjoyed it. Um, Meg, you've got an album coming out soon. Yes, in about three years I'll have it finished, but I have a single coming out. Oh, well, how can people find it? Uh, once Malcolm finishes editing it, I'll let you know. Is that true? Are you doing the editing? No, oh, it will be on Spotify. It will be on Spotify, and uh, can I link to it when it comes out? Yes, you absolutely. Right, we'll push it. Well, I'll listen to it first to see if it's good. I don't know, but you seem <laughs> yeah. like a lovely lady. I'm sure your music would be excellent. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. All right, here we go. Here's the interview with Eve Ellenberger now. The franchise, the new episode. Sign up to the Patreon. You can hear extra episodes. Mal, Malcolm, thank you very much for the margaritas. Thank you, my. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. And you, dear listeners, I'll see you after I start playing the new episode. Thank you. That was to you guys over there. And to the listeners, it was a double thank you. Bye, bye, bye. Now it's now, now it's, now it's recording. recording. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I came to America. And we got to hang out, and I got all these American listeners and Patreon people. Oh. And I've, I've and built. Yeah. Someone, someone followed me. He saw a picture of you. Uh, is it? Can I? Can I interrupt with this? By the no, way? no, please. Yeah. So okay. So somebody followed me. He saw a picture of me. Um, Oh, sorry, he saw you with Shane Gillis. Yeah. Then he went through to your um, Instagram, and then you had reposted a photo of me and you, and yes. he followed me, and then he started like sending me responses to, oh. um, and, you know, to and like he's my stuff. And he's gonna kill and you. Then, <laughs> and then, no, but then he was like, by the like, I put something up, and he said, just so you know, I followed you. I haven't heard your comedy before. I just think you're really cute. And I was like, excuse me, hello, what, who are you? And um, he lives somewhere like so far away, but he, um, we like flirted for a while before I found out that he lived far away. And I, it was like, thank God for James McCann. Because the hey. truth is, I'll take a, I'll take a guy who wants to sleep with me over someone who thinks I'm funny. I'll, t- I'll do it. And look, and he's uh, far know. away, so there's no temptation to get bogged down in a difficult relationship. Well, there's no risk of being stalked. Do you know what I mean? Because then like oh, I've yeah, had people can't. who are like... Well, he'd have to be very Yeah, he committed. can't disappoint me by killing me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I like to think that you you think that the the desire to kill you would be so low that someone wouldn't spend $300 on a plane ticket. But no, no, no. <laughs> I live true. too far away. I live too far away. It You're right. You could still disappoint me that way. Okay, so sorry. So you, you got all these American followers. Mm-hmm. I did. I got American followers okay. and I was talking to Aiden about Edinburgh because I, th- right. I have almost no one in the UK. And I'm trying to buy, but the podcast is I'm trying to buy a boat. And so I'm trying to get information about the podcast out to enough people so I get enough listeners that the ad revenue right. pays for a boat. And so I okay. now have American people, and that's great. Uh, but it would be good to have, you know, just to knock off the English-speaking countries. And I was like, right, right. Edinburgh. Oh, Aiden right. was here. We were talking about Edinburgh. He's mm-hmm. a, you know, Edinburgh uh, pig. He loves it. He's just like a like a hog in slot. A he can't get enough, <laughs> right? He's kicking all the yeah. time. He has the free fringe, and we spoke <laughs> about that. And I was like, yeah. how many fans could I get out of Edinburgh? Like, right. maybe Patreon people or whatever. And he was like, like a, some, I, I forget the number he said, but let's say it's like 20. <laughs> like okay. 20. Can oh, I thought, you were gonna, 
I thought you were going to be like, a hundred thousand. I thought he was like no. really optimistic, but no, he, he said was like, not a lot. He was like, people right. will enjoy the show, but in terms of like people who might pay you on going after Edinburgh with a Patreon or something, right. it's probably not right. going to be a huge number. And it's like, that's a full month of my life. I got these right. three kids. I can't spend a month in Edinburgh for what is right. likely to be a very... I mean, I don't have any relationships there. I'd have to build them up. It's hard. So here's the idea that I've had. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really excited. Okay. Okay. And this involves you from here. Because you're going to Edinburgh, and you'll have a show, yeah. and you're looking yes, at maybe I'm having applying. a second show somewhere. Yeah, I was thinking about having a solo show called, so far, working title is Dead Mom Stuff and Other mm-hmm. Fun Stories. I um, like it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted to leave room to not talk about my dead mother, just like Dead Mom Stuff, but also other things, you know, like like sex. And then, um, or both, baby. <laughs> and then um, I was thinking about, at the suggestion of our mutual friend Peter Jones, um... Uh, I was thinking about having like a showcase slash lineup show. Yes. Just to like be able to fuck around and do stuff that doesn't feel high pressure. Well, I think having a, a second show is, but also mm. financially, if you're doing the free free and the costs to get over there and to live are the same. Right. And then doing that second show can sometimes make life uh, uh, worthwhile, I think. I've never done the festival. That's just what people say. Yeah, I might um, like have a breakdown, but I also think that it could be really fun. I don't know. You know, you, you leave the UK, you leave Australia over there. It's just like it, if you're funny, it like rains comedy on you yeah. in New York. I'm just like, I'm just a, a little sea slug in the big city. You know? <laughs> like, I just but at least like, you get to do that in yeah. New York. There are people doing that in L.A. And then also they have to live in L.A. And that's that's yes. very hard. But you you hate LA. I, you you really hate LA. I am moderating my opinion on LA because I hung out at, at the end of my trip there with some people with money who drove me around, and that was much nicer right. than walking with the poor. But uh, <laughs> I can really see that it's a really driving if you're rich city. So here's my idea. I'm going to give you the idea. Okay, tell me, tell me. Okay. okay. And you might not want to do it. Because the first person I thought you'd be great, and if you don't want to do it, other people yeah. can do it. But you, I think, be the best one. My thought right. is. To spare me actually having to go to Edinburgh mm-hmm. and, you know, make the connections okay. and grow the... Ca- I will franchise my act. Right. I will have a James <laughs> Donald Force McCann costume, an hour of the best James Donald Force McCann jokes, and hire okay. someone who will get the money from the show, but just hand out the right. flyers is all I really... You know, just to grow the podcast, to introduce people to right. my work, a right. James Donald Force McCann impersonator. Oh, my God. Okay. And so you're wanting me to impersonate you? Yes. And you don't actually have to do an impression. You just put on a right. red wig, pretend glasses. I'll give you a little silk scarf to pretend to look and do my act. And I'll do write the jokes for you. wear a silk scarf? I, sometimes I wave a silk scarf. I'm trying to figure out what the look is. Maybe a tweed jacket. <laughs> but there'll be a look. Maybe like okay. a pillow under the belly for, for to give you the real fat James McCann, you know, Dad bod. Well, I did gain like 10 pounds in a month not long oh, ago. So You've gained could... it in all the right areas. I need you to have this in the wrong areas. Need... Um, wait, so this is kind of like, what's, what was Andy Kaufman's manager's name again? Um, have I stolen you know, this you idea? See... No, oh, no, no, no. But did you ever okay. see the movie? No. He, well, he had... No. He would... Oh, tone, so he would always yes. dress up as his manager, but like yes, his fake yeah, manager. yeah, yeah. Yep. Or his friend, Tony, whatever. And he would do a pretend opening act. 
Right. And he'd be like really mean. And then after he died, the final scene, if you haven't seen the movie Man on the Moon, I don't care. I'm ruining it. He would, in the movie, he's already dead. And then that person is still on stage at the comedy store in LA. And they're like, is he really dead? But anyway, anyway, the point is, sorry, that, yeah, did he similar keep, to that. Did that keep happening? I don't think so. I think, like, okay. maybe, the, I mean, I don't, who even knows if it happened, you know? Yeah. It's just one of those things that it's, like, a great end to a really good movie. Okay, so you want me to dress up as you. Yeah. And, like, with, like, a wig and a scarf and, like, a suit and, and the sweat beads, which, would yeah. you know, it'd be yeah, summer. If you, could, summer. if you could look very unhealthy, I'd really appreciate that. Because <laughs> the last time I saw you was here. Can I say what I said to you on the Staten Island Ferry? Do you remember what I said to you when we were standing outside? We said so many things, but you can, you can yeah. What'd remember when I had a moment of, like, I confronted you as a friend? When you said, oh, I was, you've got a real stink on you? I said to you, we were like in the chill autumn air of New York in the in the wind. Like it was there's no windier spot than the front of the Sun Island Ferry. And yet I was like, James, you are ripe. You need to do something about how you smell right now. I bought, I bought a shirt. I bought a shirt in Staten Island so that you well, didn't have to well, endure it. That's true. Were you was it? I think you told me that you only had one shirt in New York until you bought that second shirt. Is that right? Yeah, and then when I went back to Manhattan, I bought that first shirt again. I went back to the... Because it was like an $8 shirt, and I thought it was really cool, so I now have two sizes of that shirt. But you could just wash it, you know? like No, I could. I could. I was um, I was between homes what? at that point. And it wasn't a bathing thing. Like, you were bathing. It was just the shirt. Uh, you know, I, I have sensitive skin, so I don't put a lot of deodorant on, and I had been walking a lot. It was a very hot day. But you were um, still showering daily. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? I don't know that I shower well. I, you know, I just, this haunts me only because I, when I got back to Adelaide, I was opening at the, I was doing a gig for a guy and the venue manager came over and said, mate, I'm going to, I'm going to go to my car because I've got some deodorant there and the way you smell might actually upset some of the audience. And, no, that and was after really I saw you. That was after you saw me. So now I have now taken, I'm taking more strenuous <laughs> steps to not smell uh, bad. You know, but I don't think you generally do. I think it was. I think it's just combination of no, no. I not mean, how many times does it have to happen? How many times does it have to happen to go? Well, but I don't think it's like, oh my god, you stink. I think it's like, okay, you got to shower every day, you got to wash those pits, wear some deodorant, and wash and launder, launder or change shirts. No, you're right. So, there are ways around it, but it's also that I've become a fat man, and this is not a problem it. that I. Uh, this is not something that I had uh, earlier on in my life, and it's as I've gained people. You know. Oh, the body positivity movement. I'm glad that people feel good about themselves. But as I get fatter, I become stinkier. And I think the right, answer okay. is just an overall life. No one talks about that. that right. you become, I mean, the fat, stinky person is a trope. <laughs> but now that I'm becoming, I've become more fat, I have become more stinky. And something has to be done but about don't, it. But don't you feel the need to be stinky at the Edinburgh show to give right, people okay, the full right, experience? Right. That's how we got to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I just want to point out that I'm a really good friend. Because people don't say that. And I, <laughs> I, I tell my friends if they need to brush their teeth, but like nicely. But brushing your teeth is harder because it's hard to say, hey, your mouth stinks like shit. But you, yours didn't. But um, not I that I got that close, that. you know. No, no, but no, maybe I, it was covered up by the, the waft of your <laughs> armpits. Maybe I'm just... playing 3D chess out here. I'm not letting anyone know about the halitosis because the rest of my BO is so bad. Eve, will you do oh, it? So I, will you consider so I can, it? Will you consider doing so it? I, I will consider it. So I, I can right. bathe. As long as I can bathe and as long as the costume that you send me has been clean. We can work on the costume um, together. Okay. Um, I'll I consider mean, financially, it. So, yep. 
this seems like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, here's the question I would ask you. Okay. Would it have to be a full hour of your show? Or what if I was doing my lineup show and I did a set as you and explained to the audience? Do you know what I mean? Like, because that would be a third. And would it have to be every night? Or can it be yep. like several different Because sometimes you can do like four shows the whole festival for a certain show. Do you know what I That's mean? True. Like, so how many, how often were you thinking? Like, I was how thinking long of, was each I was thing? thinking an hour long show for a full run. I'm an also, hour show for a month. You want me to do. Yeah. You want to do an hour show every day for 30 days. And so in addition to my two other shows, you want me to be you. Well, and, but what, but what's your, what's my take? You're like, but you can keep the money. Is that what you're saying? I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, you can keep the my money. Free show. <laughs> my free no, show. Well, you get, people hand in, people hand money in at the end, right? Well, if they enjoy it, and this Why sounds like a fucking acid trip. Why would people not enjoy this show? This is the number right. one show of the Fringe. Or so I do believe. <laughs> but it would have to be in the free Fringe. And it would be... Um, uh, I mean, you could also... I don't mind you throwing in some of your own jokes. Money? You could... You could okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, so if, no, isn't that, if it was... If during a lineup show, you were thinking right, you right. wanted to do a lineup show so that you could do like 10 minutes of new every night. Right, right, or, or you know, whatever right, it is yes. you'd get in a lineup show. I'm not opposed to in the James Donald Falls McCann show there being an opening act uh, called me. called Eve who gets to do her new jokes and her new things before she comes out for for 45 minutes and and does the yeah. James McCann impression. That's an option too. So it's it's right. just about making it work <laughs> for you. I this. This is so but funny. But I think you'd be the so, funniest okay. one. I think you'd be the funniest person to do it. You've got the best delivery. Really the closest delivery to my delivery on stage of anyone who was in the Melbourne comedy scene that I can think of. You know? Wait a minute. Okay, but but I feel like you're like tickling my pickle a little bit here. Like, yes, I you know? am. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I'm out because, to tickle a pickle. <laughs> because, like... I mean, I am like I obviously you know I think like you're one of my favorite Australian comics. I'm whatever. exceptional. You know, like, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you also have the confidence of just like a newborn naked child screaming, who's like, "I just shit myself, and yet I demand to be loved." And then the kid I'm is a lot loved of that at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. So you have this wild confidence that works it does work um do you know what i mean like it really you're, works you've you. got a wild confidence now come on now come on now you're no, always bending over wolf. and exposing yourself I'm a to the shy it's not true well, it's not i true. have not exposed my <laughs> i oh. you've walked i've never seen anyone walk people in melbourne except for you and it was bold and beautiful i remember i got up where? after you where at a gig in the inner north of melbourne and there were six people in that audience when you went on stage and there were three right. when you got Got off, and you. <laughs> but it was great. You know it was a thrill. Sure. Yes. I don't think I've ever walked anyone in my oh, life. Oh, it happened. Maybe I, they no, left I, after you left the room. But they, like, probably it was they left after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't have gotten. People don't get up during my set because they're afraid of me. Um, but they might have gotten up. I'm afterward. a wallflower. I'm soft, sensitive. People fear me. That's so funny. Whenever I think, whenever somebody gets up after my set, which almost never happens because people just, they come so hard during my set, they don't want to get up because mm, their see. pants are wet. But whenever they get up <laughs> after my set, <laughs> I tell myself it's because they've had enough. Like, as in it was like, this was so good, it's not going to get any better. That's how I explain it. I've never thought of it as walking people. But, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, sometimes anyway. in, a, in a good movie, people will do that after yeah. the first act. You know? Yeah, they just leave. I saw Pinocchio, the new Pinocchio last night. How is the, it? The, 
it was great. But there's this one scene where um, I don't want to like ruin it, but it's, it's a great scene. But it, it's very dark, right? It's the same guy who did Pan's Labyrinth. And there's one uh-huh. scene where um, Pinocchio is like literally on a crucifix, about to be burned at the stake. And there was a couple in like a couple of rows in front of us that just got up and they were like, "We can't do this anymore." <laughs> like, like they just. And I was there with. Do you know who Dan Smith is? Um, Canadian comic performs at the oh, one second sorry my my yeah. garbage is about to be picked up um if we could just pause for one second while the garbage yeah, truck yeah. Moves by. i will wind up the window <laughs> so that when the garbage spills out it's not um oh no oh i knew this would happen at some point though. actually i do have to have a word with them just because last time they only half emptied the garbage bin do you know what i mean um yeah if you want to go have um no no stay, stay with, with me stay with me okay here we go hold on oh see see how it goes I'll just have a look at how much falls out. Uh, oh, it's a nappy on the street. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, let's let's see how we did. Hold up, this is a very important part of the podcast. Well, <laughs> sorry, I was quickly yes! pausing to. Oh, oh, yes! he took all of it. He took all oh, of amazing. it. Amazing. I was quickly pausing to look at a photo of me that someone tagged me in from New Year's Eve. How was it? How'd you look? This is... I look terrible. I mean, my face looks okay, but I look totally pregnant. Like, the angle... I'm I'm like, it's the angle. It's not me. Um, It's that the guy... You know, the guy who took it obviously hates Jews. Um, So that's why he... (laughs) <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so we were about so Pinocchio. Basically, there's, surely there's enough uh, anti-Semitism in the world for real now to not go that photo. Oh, now. I know. That's true. It is very funny. Well, anyway, uh, sorry. I'll come back. I'll come back to that. You're okay. okay so the show, the show. Um, I've never walked anybody. Now, my delivery um, <laughs> is so far away from your delivery, no, but I think. I think there's a way it could be really fun. I can tell you right now, I think it's too much of a commitment to do thir- like the whole festival every okay. day. By the way, you don't have to do it with my delivery. You could do you you do your delivery. You do sassy no matter, New York. No matter the <laughs> delivery, I think it's probably too much to do every day. I think it would probably kill me because as it is, it's like, oh man, am I gonna am I gonna die from doing this much in the festival? But if I did, okay. if I added a third show, yeah. If I, what if? I could get other people as well to do some nights. I think, okay, so that's a really good idea. Because you have so many comedian friends in the Australian comedy scene, I think what could be cool is to, I mean, wouldn't it be wild if you put on a show, if you applied for this show, technically you're the producer, and you don't end up going, and you have other people as your co-producers... And then we each take responsibility for different nights. Okay, now hold or on. weeks. Well, let's yeah. talk about this. So who do you know yeah. who's going to Edinburgh, who I also know? So like... Um, so, Taco, Peter Aiden Jones. Taco Jones. Aiden Taco Peter Jones. Jones. Peter Jones. Peter the Jones. The Joneses. No, no relation for the Joneses. <laughs> um, I can't believe I never put that together. Um, 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 uh, probably Adam Knox. I think Adam Knox is great. He, you guys have a certain similar. He's taller than you. Yes, you we're heavy this, set like, gingers, taller. Come on. Right, right, right. And then <laughs> Luca Muller is going. Is going. I is think. Luca going? He's too. Sure. He's too successful now that he's a triple J. 
not oh, time yeah, presenter. He is a double jet. He's That's true. Well, if he would. doesn't go, if he doesn't go, I'm also going to just claim that he doesn't like Jews. Um, now I yeah, look. <laughs> I'm um. Let's say I was messaging I'm a with Philo Pete recently. Semite, which is the good kind of problematic Jew relationship. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up Pete because Pete and I were messaging on Instagram about housing in Edinburgh. So I'm gonna see if he mentioned anyone else who's going. Okay. Um, no, he didn't mention. He said the boys. Okay, let's see. Let's the look at my mutual friends with Pete. Um, I don't think Andrew Portelli is going. Um. Uh, what about maybe Zach Dyer? I don't think I don't know. Oh, he's very funny. Um, I'm trying to think who else was there. George Demarellis, he was there. Um, he's very last funny. Time I went. Very funny. But and the thing is, for- that a mm-hmm. hello, and fool me one time. Wait, is this the guy? Is that, is that no, what he I'm does? I'm thinking George Zacharopoulos. Excuse me. Oh no no no! no. George Demarellis <laughs> does. Um, I don't know. He's uh, he does like literary. He has a whole show called like literary comedy or something. He does the book show. He's very yes, good. Yes. yes, yes. And I think he's, he's up for up like, like crime and punishment on the cover. Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's up for like wacky ideas. Um, I'm looking at oh Kyle Legacy goes every year. British. Um, now, uh, as much as I yeah, love Kyle Legacy, I don't know. Yeah, that you he's wouldn't right want Kyle Legacy. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> wouldn't want him to do this. Um, <clears throat> I doubt that. Blake Freeman's going, and even if he were, there's no way he would do this. Um, he would go. Oh, no, back, back with Blake. Why wouldn't Blake? Say again. Why wouldn't Blake again. do it? Blake would be excellent. I've he always go, wanted oh, to be. Oh, mate. Ah, oh, mate. I, I don't. I don't know, mate. You know, like he would just be like, ah. I've you know, always you wanted to be a fuckable 22 year old. I mean, now he's be? like 27. Or but I no. always. Maybe he's like 25, 26. Time. He will always be a fuckable 22-year-old in my eyes. Yeah. Um, I met I'm him when he was at, 17. He was so, so, you know, I was about to say supple, but I won't say that. I'll say supple. just a <laughs> splendid. <laughs> yeah, I'll say flexible. He was so, he could touch his toes very well. He was um, nubile. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, was, he was so, so gentle. Um who else is going? Um, Eve, um, these people yes. all have some big problems. They're not you. That? I think you've, you're the best one. <laughs> okay, but I couldn't... Okay, so I could do it as part of a team, I think. I could do it as but part let's of a talk, team. Hold on, let's talk about this mm. lineup show. This se- Obviously, My you should show? do a solo show. You should do a solo show. Lineup show. Yes, show. Yes. New material well, show. Waste of time. You'll be doing spots around town. That's what the spots are wait. for. Wasn't it you at the very beginning of this call who said that it was such a good idea that I was doing a lineup show? You were like, That's I said it was great. a good idea to do a second show. <laughs> and I think that should be the show that I'm pitching you. I think this second show, this if this pops off, this is such a right. off the wall idea. Maybe right. Stuart Lee hears about it, writes a little article in the Guardian. Next thing right, you know, Stuart you're on Lee. Graham Norton. You're hosting Eurovision. Who knows what your life looks like after doing this you show? You know what the crazy thing is. The crazy thing is, it's like, part of me is like, is he right? You're so confident. It reminds me of like Donald Trump, only in the way <laughs> that it's like, it's like how, um, or if, I've, if you've ever seen the Fire Festival documentary, where it's yeah, like when okay. someone's so confident, right. you're like, is he a genius? And like, you're like, no. well, he said I should murder people, <laughs> but I, I just think he could be I've right. Often said I don't I'm know. the Ja Rule of the Australian comedy scene. <laughs> 
Um, you're the job you're 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 so convincing and the thing is that sometimes it, it works out like i've seen you when i hung out with you in new york you were there because you had opened for shane gillis in australia yeah and who's like mega famous here he is. and then and and were you how did you meet shane gillis I talked my way into getting backstage when someone else was opening in Adelaide, and then I flew to Melbourne yes. to do the show. I did. I heard this, but I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to no, tell no, you that I'd heard. That's this. true. Yeah. That did happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I heard that. So this is the thing. You didn't know this guy. He's in Australia. Op- someone else is opening. You talk your way backstage. You convince him to let you open elsewhere. Then you open for him. Then he says, "Hey, man. Probably just like you know, like a side thing. Hey, man. If you're ever in New York." Feel free to whatever. And then the next thing you know, you're like, hey, I'm coming. I got one shirt. I sometimes sink a little bit. I'm sitting on your yeah. fucking couch. And then you get on at the stand. And you get on all these places. I can't get the on at the stand. The stand was great. The stand was great. Let me tell you, when exactly. you get on the stand, you're going to have a wonderful time. Oh, yeah, yeah. One day. One day when I fucking blow the janitor and they let me hold the microphone. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm going to get the on the janitor the and he's hot. Frankly, yeah, but, I think. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that, all right. You're selling it. But, there are great <laughs> but I guess people my point running is, the stand. Listen, you're going to get on at the stand, and I'm going to get you. Yeah. What What if I What if I could... If you do the four what months, if what if I can get stand? you on at the stand? Through um, Shane Gillis? I don't know how. Maybe through my own magnetism at this point. That were great. <laughs> but then it could also backfire where somebody gets mad at you being like, you got to put this chick on, and then somehow I get blacklisted. Um but let's see if New York is so it's such a it's a very political comedy scene. Very political. I don't know the yeah, way. very Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's playing with fire. I probably should get on the stand by like sending in a tape, you know? That might be my first approach rather. I think all of it is people walking you in. I think it's it's showing up with somebody who's yeah, I think famous. So. But I know people them. who are on there. I go there often. Or, you know, semi-often. But it's about, you know, that person being like, you got to put this person on. And um, yeah, this is, this is a city of rats, you know. We're not out here helping each other. Sorry, the garbage um, bin what is was still, that? It's a garbage bin outside. By the way, did you I mention could... that you were in your car? Did you mention that in this recording? Um, I don't know. It happens so often in my recordings that I don't even take the time <laughs> to bother to say I'm in my car. And because the garbage truck is going past, I had my window up. So it's also right. extremely in hot. Summer. In Adelaide, in Melbourne. So this is okay. So my my point is basically no, that Adelaide, I can't yeah. tell how yep. uh, what the if the idea if you're like a genius or if no, you're reflects. a madman. Take a few yeah. days. Take a few days to think okay. about it. I'm okay. going to get in touch with Dan Willis to see if they'll you know if people will even give me the room for this okay. idea. I'm going to line right. it up. But I think I think financially it's going to be a boon. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> I don't need to make any money out. If all it does is build relationships and people like. At the end of the show, get a flyer going, look up this man's work. You've had a taste. Yeah. See see what this is pointing towards. Then I win, right? Because I, you know, so. And I wonder if there's a secondary, but I know, but I think you are more, you're most interested in the crazy idea than, like, because I was say, what if there's a secondary idea for, like, if this show didn't happen for how to get your name out in the UK? But that's not interesting to you, is it? You like the craziness. I, I really like the crazy idea. And here's another thing. Right. I might send if i have enough money mm-hmm. i might send my cinematographer over <laughs> to, why wouldn't you go to record oh, some to film of it. it yeah oh. to film some of it interesting i haven't decided yet so it's like me in your suit 
sweating. But also, <laughs> you get going, to do your own Edinburgh. Yeah. Really? Oh, crazy. <laughs> oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, I can do your, like, inflection. That's a pretty good impression. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good impression. Oh, really? Oh. Well, you know, I'm not the best with hygiene. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not ad lib yet. <laughs> If we are going to add you're like You're like, hey, 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 wait till you said yes before you roast me. Well, it's going to be, um, also, at an hour, it's right. probably hard for someone to memorize, an, like, a bunch of different people, you know, for the, for the payoff. Well, there's just no way I could do an hour. I mean, that's crazy, but I you, wonder if you... Of course you could do an hour. I believe But if you were going to do this... Would you not, would it not also be funny to put people more in on the joke? Would it not also be funny for you to have video clips of you in the show? Okay. Well, here's what, here's one thing I thought is maybe the, I write like an intro that's like, so you come out dressed as me and you're like, hello everybody. I'm so sorry. I can't be with you here tonight. I didn't want to come to Edinburgh, but I've got this beautiful woman saying all the words instead. She is like an avatar saying all the comedy that I wanted to tell you. Uh, please be very nice to her. Isn't she lovely? I wonder if it would be funny if I was like reading off of cards and I'm like, this isn't even my real voice. I actually have an accent. Anyway, this chick is so hot. I'd like to fuck her in the ass, except that I'm a Catholic. <laughs> I believe in the Pope. I have several children, which is why I'm so poor. Um, and then oh, you're going to be so good. Now, this isn't an audition, but I want to let you know, Eve, you've got the part. That's actually... I might do that next time I'm up at the stand. Hello, everybody. I'd like to fuck someone in the ass. I wish I could. I miss it. It was great. I'm a Catholic. That is the Lord's hole. Um... It's the opposite to the Lord's hole. It's Satan's hole. He doesn't want you going anywhere near that. That's hole. true. That's true. By the way, just um, I side note: I was in the car with my dad and my stepmother on Christmas, and um, yeah. we were like, my, "We're very my dad and I. We are the Jews that would be on the wanted posters if ever the past repeats itself." You know, and um, <laughs> like that's how Jewish we look. I mean, the other I think day physiognomy I the- is the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was getting on the subway and a Hasidic Jew, like, you know, like the woman who covers her hair with a wig because she's so religious yeah. and her husband has a curls. She just looked at me and she goes, and I had my scarf covering half my face and she goes, happy Hanukkah. And I was like, God damn it. How did you, how do they know? But so my dad and my stepmother, my stepmother's not Jewish, but, but she, you know, she's a Jew lover. Um, so we're in the car on Christmas day and, um, and my dad and I were joking around singing some kind of Christmas whatever and I go oh hold on a second and I pull out my phone and I pull up the clip of you um, and my dad's 88 by the way he's an older man yeah and I yeah pull up the I clip of you and him at the opera he looks incredible well, yeah, yeah yeah what was the song that you put up that I love so much when you um oh, that you were on the which piano one? oh the, piano the Christmas you... thing yeah was it, uh, what's the, which Christmas song I don't know which one you liked I sing a bunch the one of you songs. stopped and opened your time. oh Silent Night Silent Night, yeah. I yeah. pulled up Silent Night and I put it on and they laughed so hard. Oh, and I was like, that's so my friend nice. James McCann. He lives in Australia. And um, and then I told him, I told them, you know, but the crazy thing is he's like actually so religious and that is a real painting of the Pope in the background. And my dad was like, <laughs> what? This man? Um, because my dad also has a big beard and so I think also he related to you in that way. Um, and he's super atheist. So for you to be... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, pope, a pope lover, a pope fucker. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> um, one, honestly, if you were going to have a romantic fixation on any pope, it would be John Paul II. He was a good-looking man when he was younger. Guy, is, we, is, when he, we only knew him when he was older and had the Parkinson's. And this the is the guy who died man. recently? No, that was Benedict. He's also good-looking, but in a more, you know, he's the he's the one you end up with at the end of the movie who was good all along, but you didn't have the wild, passionate, you know, lust he's the one for. You, your parents, right? Your parents approve of, and you're and the one you love, like the new. He's Pope. not James Dean on the motorcycle. No. Right, exactly. He's the safe one. He's the one who can pay the mortgage, but the one with your heart. That's the current yeah. guy, right? The one who like supports gay marriage or whatever. He's, um, it's hard to know what Francis believes, honestly. But he, you know, the Latin American spicy bad boy always saying crazy things. But I will say intellectually Ratzinger, I think, was the bad boy. You know, it's just that like physically he seems more a little like nice little. He actually was the Nazi, not the one I had in the yes. war. The one I had in the war was yes. the Pole. But yeah. uh, Bratzinger, who died recently, was the... I mean, he was. it was Germany at the time. I think he sort of had to, you know, obviously oh, not oh. good. <laughs> We can't all be handing out leaflets and getting and getting that's shot. That's what I want. That's what I want in a Catholic, you know, someone who's a Nazi, because like everybody was, you know, it's hey. like yeah, he believes in Jesus, except when it's like not, you know, that. Eve, oh, I'm well, anti-Holocaust. Yeah. I don't want you having <laughs> you gotta, any. You gotta, you know, how you gotta like break a few eggs. You gotta kill a few Jews, you know, just for. <laughs> for well, the like. No, I don't think we should kill any Jews, Eve. I'm going right, to well. stick my neck out. I'm pro <laughs> Semite. And that said, I think Kanye is having a... I don't know how culpable he is for some of the things he's saying. He's saying some nutty things. He's gone right, away he's now. Breakdown. Yes, yes yeah. the Jews have him in, in our little... He's like somewhere buried in Israel. I mean, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> He's like, like Mossad has taken Kanye <laughs> West away. Yeah, He's too compelling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell us, you know, what is it you have a problem with the Jews? You know, that's somewhere in Israel. I can say it. I'm a Jew. But anyway, I think um, I don't really fault him for his anti-Semitism because he's just like losing his mind. But um, I don't think he reads but, either. Well, that's. That's, he openly doesn't uh, read. It's not, no, it's not a rap. Wait, really? wait, so what? What were you about to No, he, he goes, like, I, I don't like reading. <laughs> all right, I was going to be like that. I was like, you're racist. That's what I was going to oh, say. Yeah. Um, you're like, and he can't read. I'm like, uh-oh, here we go. Um, no, I, think, I think he can read. I think he chooses not to read. He's like, yeah, my mind's too powerful for books. I mean, but here's another guy with confidence, you know. Yeah. I mean, you have confidence. Hitler had confidence. Kanye has confidence. If always... you've got, let's not pretend you don't have confidence too. I reckon in the certain circumstances, you could take over a small state. You could execute, uh, you know, your enemies. I don't know. Yeah, but women, I think, I think part of having your period and feeling so much pain <laughs> so often <laughs> is that you, um, it just makes you empathetic. You're like, oh, like, just like you can't, if you're not, um, on birth control, which I'm not, so I feel agony for days each month, and it really it connects me to other people's suffering. So I can't. I don't think I could kill people, <laughs> at least not. <laughs> I, guess, I don't know unless it was while I was in pain. Then I was maybe about to I say it depends it. on the day. My wife right. gets a very. Um, that's why I keep impregnating her so that she doesn't <laughs> uh, get the periods. They are wretched. It's so bad. It's, it's easy. Shouldn't have eaten to go that apple. Labor. Yeah, oh, it's, t- it's, my fault. Sorry. It's easier for me. No, I mean Eve, the, yeah. the first Eve, the lady with the 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. If you've got to do, I want you to do this show. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm I too know. hot in this car and I'm going to pass out. And I've been here for half an hour. And we can do, we can, <laughs> we can do another podcast and talk about the specifics. Okay. If you, I'm, okay. I'm going to give you the confidence spiel. I think you'd be so good. I think it would be an right. exciting, weird idea for a show. I think it would help people come to your show also. And you'd get, right. I mean, it's about, what is Edinburgh for, right? Like it's about getting to some next level. Sometimes it's about having a nice time, but it's also like breaking down a door. I, well, that's how th- I think of it. Yes. I think, okay. I think, says the guy who's like not going to Edinburgh. I think that um, you're like, I can, I'll tell you what it's about. You know, I'll zoom, I'll zoom in to the shows. I no, think I won't. That, um, no. Time difference. <laughs> I think, so what, So then there's like, the, so I think it's like, I, I'm kind of like, um, it's like a wackadoodle idea that I'm like, God, that could be kind of crazy and fun. But then I'm also like, okay, so then I would be there in August, yep. right? Like dying or whatever. And then I'm like, logistically, like who's going to flyer for the show? And like, so those flyers have to be, flyers have to be paid. And then the flyers yep. themselves have to be printed and all this stuff. And then you, and like if no one t- buys tickets, then you got to bark people in and all this stuff. I will a hundred percent pay for the costs. And if you're doing okay. the show, I don't think it's fair that you also have to promote the show. I will pay mm-hmm. someone to flyer the show. And okay. to flyer mm-hmm. your show at the same time. Double-sided flyer. How you like that? I'm speaking my language a little bit. So, okay. I I want to make it worth your while because you'd be putting yourself out. Hit me with the questions. All right. So I guess my question, okay, I'm thinking about them. I also am like aware I'm like, I don't want you to die like a dog in a locked car on a hot day. The window is coming back down. (laughs) The garbage truck is gone. The window is coming. Yeah. Suddenly, so you're like red and then all of a sudden the color is going to drain from your face. <laughs> okay, so you totally look so much more fresh at the start. I of this. feel I'm gonna take my shirt off immediately after we're done. Okay, so I think an hour is a lot. It is a lot. Um, but I wonder if there's a way to do it where it would be video. I think I think that you would get a lot more interest if you involved the audience on the joke and you included yourself. You kind of. Um, um, put yourself into the show in certain points the, of course the complicated part about this is that then you would need a room that had like a video you know like a screen or something but I, I think if they don't see me that's good but I think there could be pamphlets there could be yeah, no, some I sort think- of voice recording I think they mustn't they could maybe receive a picture of me as a gift like the Pope to, like to the look Pope. at and yes, and they can hold it up and they can look at the picture while you're talking if they so choose but I think isn't it funny if it's like a like a, like an impression, or like you're do you do you are doing the act. Like it's like the McDonald'sification of the act. Right, but I'd be doing an act of someone who they have never heard of yeah, yet. That's the exciting part. <laughs> right to you because you're not there, but you are actually funny. But me doing that impression might not be funny because I'm well, not a okay. good impression person. No, here's also, you have one. an Australian so, accent. I could never no, do no, that. You don't have to do the impression. You yeah. totally do your own voice, your own rhythms. Mm. Here's something that I have already started doing. Okay. Maybe I should have mentioned this. I, so there are, there are two comedians in Australia who I'm mm-hmm. currently in talks with and who have both agreed mm-hmm. to do a trial mm-hmm. show in just as them doing it with an act. Alessio right. Carducci in okay. Melbourne. Do you know yeah. Alessio? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's like, oh, Alessio, like, willing to do, like, a crazy thing. Like, I mean, I, I think Alessio is great. But I think that's, like, such a, like, a, he's somebody who, if I said to him, you know what, I have this powder I found. 
in the street <laughs> on a bag on the subway i don't know what it is the guy next to it was dead but i don't know if it was his and that's why hey, he died yeah, right. yeah, yeah he'd be like oh, oh yeah yeah mate yeah mate you know i like keep it i think uh who was ben hunter i think I is know. his name I I mm-hmm. in in brisbane i always get i always want to say ben knight and it's not ben knight no no, no um, ben knight wouldn't do that yeah and then I was thinking of a Perth one, and I do you know uh, Luke Joseph Ryan and Fran, his paramour, his beau. Oh, Fran Middle, Fran. Yeah, <laughs> Fran Middle. Yes, yeah. Fran, I that do, was one I option I thought they could do it together. But another, I was thinking of everyone. Like I thought Chris Shin would be very funny, a little Korean Chris man. Is he? Yeah, hey, he, baby. Well, <laughs> I'm just scared. Sean Conway. Really, you know the thing is. If you had different nights and different people doing it, I mean, it would also be funny because then you might get people coming in to see different people doing the show. But a logistical, if I can't go there, I think it's a logistical nightmare. And I think, like, do you know Taka? Is his name Taka Waka? Yeah. Oh, I love Taka. Yeah. I was going to ask him to do a Japanese version in Japan. Um, That'd be so funny. That would be good. Watashi wa James Donald Forbes McCann. So, okay, so give me an example of a joke. Tell me one of your jokes that I would okay. do. I think that I sent, well, my biggest one on the internet is mm-hmm. I do a, it's a, on, it's, on uh, the it's, internet? Well, the, it, it did well on the internet. It's too similar to a David Cross bit, I thought, but other people didn't seem to mind. And I didn't know it was similar to David Cross bit at the time. Anyway, it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, shame on me again. I can't believe I allowed you to fool me three times. Fool me four times, shame back on you. You're taking advantage of a vulnerable man. <laughs> fool me five times, and it just there's like 15 of them. Okay, so fool me once, shame on you. Because you do the little shame, shame on you. <laughs> fool, me t- fool me twice, sh- shame on me. Fool me three times, shame on me again. What am I doing? <laughs> I yeah, like that. Said. That's great. That's <laughs> fool me, perfect. Fool me four times. You're taking advantage now. What are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Where's your conscience? <laughs> fool me five times? You're a criminal. <laughs> yeah, you get it. You basically get it. And I think if you just have the building blocks of the act, it. you get it. You get it. What are another one? No, What's another I'm one I'm doing? Like, like, you basically get it. You no, no. You get. You get it. You understand yep. the pin. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. What I else? get you. What What's yeah. another bit? Like, that I, fool, I, I, but then you you do like a fool me three times. Like it's like a little like voice. I well, like, I yeah, can okay. give you a list of my influences for all the bits, but I think um, uh, uh, it's the Kangs of comedy. It's all Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac. Am I big? Right. Okay, so I can't wait to get. And you'd be like, you know what would go great with this is if you did blackface, and I'm like, perfect, great. I didn't say that. You've said that. Well, you implied it. I. Uh... <laughs> it's just the voice. It's just the rhythm. I okay, remember. So, well, Mitch Hepburn. Someone once told me that about Mitch Hepburn that he was doing right. black rhythms in a white accent. That's so um, funny. I mean, it's so funny that like we have everything. We're like, you know. Everyone's individual and all that, and then it's like, but he's speaking like a black man. It's like, what? What are you talking? Rhythmically, rhythmically, listen. You know, it's like, it's like, what? Fuck off. But you know, like, um, like, uh, okay. So give me another one. Give me another one. Oh, I got, um, I've got, uh, ba- I've got some poems that could be okay. read. Um, yeah. uh, a recent one is about Akhenaten, who's the. Who? Uh, he's an Egyptian pharaoh, but it's about someone taking their shirt off at a pool party. And, um... <laughs> of course it is. Of course. Oh, wow. That sounds just like a joke I have about Genghis is Khan. There? No, is it? I'm just kidding. No. I've got a Genghis Khan one as well. 
<laughs> um, you say Jenkins. Nobody knows how to say his name. I never know. Anyway, go I ahead. listened to that Dan Dan Carlin series. Did you listen to that? It's like I like a Dan Carlin. Genghis yeah, yeah, Khan listen- came over the mountain. He says Genghis. I thought it was Genghis. Okay. I listened to the one about... I never finished it, but it was so good. World War One, And that was like his most it's famous very one, long. It's very it was, long. It was like 20 hours. Like 26 hours, like, hours okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was very good. Can I tell you yeah. what I'll do on the jokes? Because his... I, I spent the, the COVID year recording a different 10 minutes every like month. I recorded it wow. in like a half hour and then I just broke it down to the best 10 and I uploaded it and it wasn't like they're good they're good jokes I think but I've always thought if I had a good hour it would just be a compilation of like this whatever hour and a half that I've got on the internet I could I could cut up all the jokes that I think would be Mm -hmm. good to put in it and we can work on it together to pick what we think are the best ones or the ones that you can work with um and (laughs) I've Part of me is like, ooh. And then, you know what just happened in the middle of you talking about that? I just imagined running this past Pete Jones, who's like my kind of father figure in comedy. And he would go, no. What are you, crazy? Are you insane? You're going to, like, I just, it's so funny. Maybe what we should do is. Bring Pete Jones in? I think we should do a follow-up episode and Pete Jones should be in the call. All right. I'll do it. Let's do it. If I can convince Pete Jones, I'll feel very satisfied. Because okay, Pete so Jones is a safe pair of hands. He's, 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 uh, those are the sweetest hands, you know, the sweetest, safest hands in all of comedy. <laughs> he well, he was the he's the only person of his generation who was like, who got regular MCing work and still got to do all the cool uh, little rooms in Melbourne. Do you know what I mean? I did too. I did too. All but right. Then I got. I wasn't there. I, left. I wasn't there for that. Then you left. I'm, I emceed a lot. The, the two of us emceed all the time. But then, yeah, we both did everything. And, you know, part of that was because I um, I didn't know until I moved to New York that I was pretty much, um, I was reaping the benefits of Pete's influence on the Melbourne comedy scene. No, um, I don't think that's fair. I mean, maybe. In a good way. But I think I mean, you, no, you, were, yeah. you were very good. Well, you were, what no, do you no, mean? What I mean is that his, his influence was be as good as you can be but do as many shows as you can do and it doesn't yeah. really oh, matter where I thought are. you meant like yeah. you were like I was near Pete Jones and he that really made people think wow oh. get on the end with it no, 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 no I think, for so long, I think his, Pete, his work ethic is yeah. impeccable um, yes. and his attitude is yes. so good so good yes. and he has helped so a I lot of people with that if we get him on here he All would right. be such a good okay so well, that's what we'll do in All one right, year's we'll time for now we'll get hmm? <laughs> Next week, okay. I'm organizing it as soon as possible. I, I could do this tomorrow. I mean, we'll see what his schedule is. I'm going to start uh, a group chat. Okay. And Eve, I feel like there's a possibility that you might say yes to this, and I'm so thrilled. I just want to let you know preemptively, I'm honored. I'm blessed that you would even entertain it as an idea. I think this is going to be very fun. Sometimes I, I'm like, what if I do a crazy thing? And then it gets closer. And I'm like, I'm not going to do the crazy. That's too crazy. But this is so crazy. And I think the reason that I would consider it is that it's not my, it's not just me. It's like somebody else's crazy thing that I'm like, yes. but I would have to, I think we'd have to do a regular phone call. So this is what okay. I would need. I would yes. need like handholding. I'm not just somebody who can put this on in Perth. Like I need you to keep motivating me throughout. Okay. It doesn't have to be every day, but it can be, you know, semi-regular. And then um, I would need you to pay for the logistical stuff, you know, like the yes, whatever. Yes, absolutely. Whatever, you, you wouldn't know, be on the hook for a thing. Be. Right. And then um, I would need, I have to think about more of my needs. But but we, um, 
you know, I need a I need a man to love and hold me. Not you. Be gonna find someone um, to correct. Send me a send me a man, and I will do it. <laughs> send me the, prob- the janitor from it's the stand, doable. and I will. <laughs> man, I will there was some it. beautiful. I won't go on and on about this, but there are really some beautiful people working at the stand. Yeah. I don't oh, know isn't if that know. nice that you got mm-hmm. to do the show, the <laughs> club that I would love to? Oh, good for you. You came to New York for like yeah, a week. Yeah, but I didn't even know that that was cool. So the whole time I was in New York, I did the stand. I was like, mm, it's not the cellar. Why can't I get on at the cellar? Why will no one let me on here? It's impossible to yeah, get on the cellar. It's so, I mean, I think, yeah, it's really hard. It's also like, it's not, it's not like, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing. And I have people in my life who are on at the cellar or whatever. But um, it's, I don't think it's like, and then... God came down and said, you are a comedian. And I knew that it was true and I will be fit. It's just, it's a great show and it's an honor, but like, it's just a show. Eve, you're going to get there. And who knows if this is the show that opens those doors. A lot of eyes watching this show. A lot of people paying attention even now. If you started a cult, I'm pretty sure I'd probably end up joining. Like I just, I mean, you're. I'm going to tell you. I have a very high Patreon sign up per listen. Do you? I have so few listeners and then like 50 people who pay me. It's great. It's incredible. It's bizarre. That's insane. And so how much, how much do they pay each month? What's the pay? Like five to $10. Yeah. So it's. Wow. So So that's one year. Yeah. And now that we're in one year and you get, so, okay. So you're getting about, um, between 250 and $500 a month, somewhere in there. Yes. Over the, over the over this year, I'd like to grow up to a thousand dollars a month, and then I can not have a job. That'd be so great, and I love it. You've got three kids, and you're like, "That's enough to support them all." And um, <laughs> no, my no, daughter. I, I'm, I'm, I I'm obviously selling her to a man in Thailand. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't realize because you're like in your car, and I'm like, "Oh, he's in his car." It's like, "No, no, no. We live here. This is my house." <laughs> yeah, you want to see the you see the child seats? Look at that. That's three three child seats yeah, in the back yeah. of the Volvo. I One, hear two, a kid crying, and I'm like. Wait, but when are you gonna? You're just in the car for quiet. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm in the house. This is the. Um, so okay. We got a lot so of problems. The, before we go, because I um, what? Yeah. So this podcast is what you're trying to buy a boat for you and your family to live on. What on dry land? You're like, we don't even want to put it in the water. We're just gonna live in the yard. Yeah. Have you been talking to my wife? That's her bloody take at this point. I think it's crazy. I want to get on the water. <laughs> So, okay, so what is the podcast? The podcast is to raise money for this boat? Yeah, it's to do a series of plans that, that culminate in boat ownership. And um, okay. and so I thought, and yeah, so growing the podcast is a big one. And, I, and so I thought doing festivals, being there, meeting people in Edinburgh would be like a good way to grow the, the pod to a British audience. Right. But I, right, I can't okay. go. I can't. I mean, I th- I would no. like to go, but it's a month. And it's, if it was like, if it was a sure thing, if someone was like, I want you to come and write for this show in LA because um, mm-hmm. we we need to meet our fat white guy uh, commitment <laughs> in our diversity <laughs> right, box. Right. You've yeah, got to yeah, come. Yeah. And there's, you know, whatever, no $50,000. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we? We can't have all the diversity picks fail because there wasn't a yeah. fat white guy in the room getting it done. <laughs> but um, there's a thing going past. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, it was a car. Ah! Yeah. So I think if it was like, I think I could get away. Like I got to go to America for two weeks because it was like it was incredible opportunity and it was really right. hard. My wife was massively pregnant, but we spoke about it and it was like uh, enough good could could come of this to make the rest of our life a little bit easier. But right, Edinburgh, okay. what am I just? hanging out doing coke slapping 
five and feeling good. Slap That's how five. I. <laughs> That's what I plan to do for the whole time. I'm just going to slap five. Yeah, I mean, I think Edinburgh, most people lose money. I know that I'm, I don't plan on losing money. That's part of why it would be great to have a second show. Um, yeah. And I know that some people like Kyle Legacy, I think it's fine for me to say this, but that he, that's how he like funds half of his year is through Edinburgh, like doing lineup shows and stuff. So I think, yeah, for some, it really works out or whatever. But yeah, if you're just going for the first time to do one show and you're fighting against all these other shows and you have a family back home, you either better have money or you better be prepared to lose money, like just have enough to yes. lose. But if you've got three kids, it's just too much, I think. Well, I may even um, I may even go away for a month at some point next year, but it's like if I – at this point, like if it was a, a question of going somewhere for a month, ah, even if I'd spent the last few years building something up in Edinburgh, I could do mm-hmm. it. Um, and then I could, you know, take my family and go back. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I love the thought of – I went once to Edinburgh. Oh, right. uh, w- with a, a girl that I was dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just went as a, in a supporting role. I was doing comedy, but I, I don't know. I had low self-esteem or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't how, do a show. How long ago was this? I, oh, eight years ago, nine years ago. It was a long okay. time ago. Okay. Longer. Maybe. Man, sugar. <laughs> Might have been 10. It was, the, it was just after the Romney election. Gosh, it was 10 years ago. When Mitt um, Romney lost? I just remember... That relationship ending shortly after Mitt Romney lost. <laughs> <laughs> and is that why? You're like, had Romney Yeah, I couldn't won? go on. I couldn't go on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I um, get it. But I, I went and I saw it and I hung out in Edinburgh and it seemed great. But also, I don't have the temperament to do... I don't even do Melbourne for a full run. Yeah. Like I, oh, really? I like doing... No, I, I never right. managed it. Uh, well, and right. when I did manage it with like a musical, or I once did a solo show where I dressed up as a nun and I spoke about Monopoly. I, I don't have the. Some people have that um, staying power and they get energy from gigs. I find it very draining, and I can do yeah. like one. Really, if I do an hour a week, I'm very happy, um, and an I've got it out of my week, system. What, like, what do you mean, like, a, like a week of a one-hour show, like seven nights? No, like I think my dream life would be like I have a residency somewhere and on Friday night I get up and do an hour. And no. that's, that's the only show I do for the week. No. Yeah. When I that's go out and when no. I'm in Melbourne and I just run around doing five minutes at a time, by the end of the night, I, like after I've done four or five but minute spots, I'm like, What about 20 minutes, fucking. five nights a week or 20 minutes twice a night? for? I, you, you know what? I could split it up yeah. like that. A 20, a 20 feels like nothing. I could do a 20 and then eat a sandwich. Or a but 30. Doing, but yeah. doing an hour, I can do an hour three nights back to back. And then the fourth night, I'm weird. And I'm eating a pizza on stage and I'm shouting at somebody and I'm like hitting myself in the head. It's not something that I do well. It's not a skill that I have. I do love, I guess right now because I'm not in the momentum that I used to be in when I look back I'm like oh man what I would give to be doing an hour a night you know but then I'll like let's speak again in August I mean obviously we'll speak before then but when I'm if I am doing my hour my lineup show then this crazy fucking thing it's like um I will be I'll be on the ledge you know but like I don't know should I jump by the way (laughs) just um uh you know you should we talked to Peter Jones Make it sooner rather than later because applications are opening this week um, for the free fringe. All right, I will. 
Let's try and talk do it to tomorrow. Peter jo- all, right, all right, all right. Let's do it tomorrow. I think I can do it tomorrow. Okay. See, yep, let's hopefully do it. Hopefully, he'll be around. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Now I'm going to make sure I've saved this. God bless you. Okay. God hold bless on. you. One second. I'm just going to stop the recording. Okay. Um, I'll stop the recording too. <laughs>